we're back. What's up, everybody? <laughs> I think we need to work on our radio voices, by the way. It's Brad and Shane back on the IP Squared podcast. Glad and to today, <laughs> we are going to talk about accountability. Yeah, that's right, Brad. We're going to talk. All right. And Cue I'm the music. Yeah. <laughs> Alright guys. Yeah, so we are gonna talk about accountability we today. Are, though. We are. So we took a little uh hiatus. Uh so we've been uh, kinda offline for I guess about a week now. Um yep. so we're back. We're gonna get back into a normal schedule so um you guys can uh you know know when we're publishing podcasts. Uh, instead of this random here and there. So That's right. I think we're going to record these on Monday. Wednesday and Friday, yep. so you guys can start looking forward to new podcasts published on those days. So, hey, Shane, uh, before we get started here on accountability, how is your challenge going from last podcast episode? It's good. It's uh, it's hard though. Yeah. So, like, um, what I the the challenge, um, yeah, I I've tried to do is for thirty days. I uh, I wake up. Well, so I've been waking up earlier, but like I have like an hour to myself where I can kind of do whatever I want for the day. So you know, the first part is kind of setting up um, my mindset, just kind of getting excited for the day. And the second half is is really um, cultivating my use of uh, of the subconscious mind and trying to understand like uh, how best I can make a, associations between uh, unrelated things and uh, boost my um, boost my creativity. And uh, my ability to see opportunity in um, in all situations. So I try to do that for a, a half hour each morning, and it's uh, it's one of the hardest things I've ever done. Especially when you're you're tired and there's there's other things going on you know, in your life, and um, it can be very difficult to be creative when you just kind of I don't know. It just doesn't feel like ideas are coming to you. But um, I mean, it's been good. It, it's been a struggle, but I've been keeping with it. So, what That's about good. you? That's good. That's good. Um, so, uh, wh- why don't you re- uh, recount the what the challenge is for those that uh, are just tuning in or did not hear the the last episode? Sure. So, the idea of this thirty day challenge is to essentially form form a good habit. I mean, that's really what it comes down to, right? So, um, it's not just. I, I guess it could re- really be any good habit, but the idea is to form a habit, uh, a new way of thinking that ultimately helps you reach the goals that you set for yourself, right? So it's something that works for you uh, and not against you, right? So um, that's a very pretty broad, um, it's a broad definition and a lot of different, you know, ideas and uh, habits could, could work into that effectively. But like, so w- with mine, for example, um, I see that being able to use your creative imagination um, you know, to come up with uh, with better ideas for doing things is an invaluable skill, um, and it just doesn't happen overnight. It, it's something that needs to be cultivated. Um, so that's why I, I came up with the challenge I did, just taking 30 minutes a day and being very intentional and focused about how can I... Um, how can I strengthen my my creative imagination and kind of tap into um, associations between things and ideas that live in my subconscious mind that I otherwise would not have been able to harvest, if you will. Gotcha. Okay. 
so thanks for recounting that. So you had asked uh, how I'm doing on mine. Um, so I, I've mentioned in past episodes that, you know, I, I work out in the mornings. Um, but that's not something that I do all the time. You know, sometimes I, you know, I get into a little rut and I procrastinate a little bit. And it's like, hey, look, I left work late yesterday. I was up really late last night. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to skip this morning. Um, so what I've been doing um, since we uh, started this challenge is challenging myself to get up, get out, and get to the gym. Yep. And be on the elliptical at a certain time. And uh, one of the things that I did that's helping me with this is um, I decided that uh, I have to put everything on my calendar. So even if it's driving to work, how long does it take me to drive to work? 45 minutes. Put that on my calendar. How long does it take to work out? Put that on my calendar. So I've started putting things on my calendar. And creating and a schedule for yourself. Exactly. So we talked about habits um, in a past episode. So this is you know helping me, using technology, helping me to get into those habits. Um, so um, I will say that since I started this, every single morning I've gotten up, I've gone to the gym, and I've worked out for 30 minutes. Um, and the reason why I like doing that is because it's just a, a time of clarity for me. I listen to different podcasts. Um, I listen to a lot of Dave Ramsey, uh, Entree Leaderships. I listen to Audible books. And so mm-hmm. while I'm listening to those things, um, I'm taking notes. I'm thinking of tasks that I have to you know work out during the day. Sure. Because uh, what I do is I, I run on the elliptical. And it's the most boring thing, Shane, that a human being could ever do. It absolutely sucks. Yeah, I would second that. <laughs> That's why I, I can't do it. <laughs> but what I will say is that it, it, it's, it's worth it 150%. Um, so okay. these are the things that I do to, to kind of manage that time. It's 60 minutes of complete boredom. Even though there's a television screen and I can plug my headphones into it and I can watch whatever, I'm not interested in all that trash. So I'm interested in filling my head with knowledge, you know, basically emptying out the person to my mind. So that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm learning. I'm creating tasks for the day. I'm telling myself how my day is going to go. I'm convincing myself of the goals that I need to achieve. And what I will tell you, Shane, is the last week, week and a half since we started this challenge, mm-hmm. uh, my days fly by. And Interesting. it's uh, there's so much better because I'm thinking of, or I'm I'm telling myself exactly how these days are going to mm-hmm. go. So that's that that 60 minutes on the elliptical, um, and and forcing myself to to get into that habit and do that every single morning. It's not this roller coaster ride that I was on before, where one day I had a good day because I was doing this, and the next day I was tired. I didn't want to get up. I got here at work at a, in a in a decent time. Um, but you know, the day didn't go so well cause yep. I didn't plan for it. I didn't think of it. I didn't put down all my tasks. So now I'm struggling throughout the day. So, I mean, not, not that it wasn't, you know, a positive uh, day or the day actually, you know, went bad or anything. It just didn't go as good as it could have. So, you know, I'm learning that through this, this challenge uh, of telling myself to get in this habit and do this every single morning that my days are so much better. Uh, sure. Well, Since we started it, so well, you know, one of the things I, I heard you say though, I think is is interesting. That's it's good to realize is that you know when you're doing like some, you know, it's like the elliptical. Let's say it's not exactly like a a riveting, you know, mentally stimulating task, and a lot of times it's pretty arduous, right? Because you're physically exerting yourself, 
Um, when, when we exercise, sometimes it's hard to see like the benefits that it's providing for us in the moment. We don't understand like, hey, uh, you know, in the long term, it's going to be great for us. But like um, we just have a, a hard time with the present moment. So it, it's I think what what's good is that you're you're seeing those times when you're on the elliptical, when you're stuck in traffic to see those is um, opportunities that you can grow in knowledge. Uh, you can I mean, you can you can start planning more. You just have more of an idea of, of what your day holds. And so um, you're, you're multitasking, but you're, um, you're, you're still able to focus yep. at the same time. So I, I think that sounds like it'd be really, really useful and beneficial. Yeah, it's great. So that's what Shane and I have been doing in the challenge. We'd love to hear from all of you um, that are out there listening. So please go to the website, put your comments uh, on the site, uh, YouTube, if you're watching or listening on YouTube, uh, please add comments. Or if you want to just shoot us an email and kind of let us know kind of how yep. you guys are working through your challenge. Uh, again, that email is podcast at intentionallypositiveproject.com. So give us a shout and let us know and we'll discuss it and talk about it here on the podcast. So Shane, getting to the topic, accountability, all this plays in accountability, together. Yep. So let's talk accountability. Well, first of all, what is accountability, right? It's having it's having someone or something to answer to. That's right. For for goals that we set or intentions that we basically make known, right? Well, I think that's how you and I have been applying it. I think that's what we want to talk about today because I think there's all different aspects of accountability. Sure. But I think that's how we've been applying accountability in our life is having an accountability partner, right? So yeah. we talk about a lot about, um, you know... Um, uh, 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 Napoleon Hill and, um, you know, um, you know, uh, th- think, get rich. Um, uh, and, and, and this is what he, one of the things that he talks about. Um, he talks about having an accountability partner and, yep. you know, having that accountability to somebody and, and a mentor and touching base. Uh, so that's kind of what Shane and I have been doing that. That's kind of, um, you know, what we've been doing with each other is, you know, saying, Hey, w- what are we holding each other accountable for? Um, and then, you know, catching up each day and asking each other where we are. Absolutely. Uh, another way uh, you can look at this is, is well, uh, okay, I think there's, before we dive too deep into it, I think when it comes Back to... It up, Shane, yeah, back it up, Shane. Back it up. That was my, that was my reverse noise, <laughs> just so, just so you guys know. Wait, do that again? <laughs> <laughs> so I think when it comes to accountability, there's, there's like... You know, a few entities involved, right? There's accountability to other people, which is kind of like what you were touching on, like having having like a partner, a group of people uh, that you answer to. I think there's also accountability to yourself, which is a lot harder to cultivate, right? Because a lot of times we... Yes, that's the struggle, right? Yeah, yeah. We yeah. give ourselves all kinds of like passes on things. Oh, well, I'm just so tired. Like, I don't want to get out. Like, yeah, that's kind of what we talked about exercise. in the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so there's accountability to yourself and then, um, you know, for, for most people, I think there's also uh, an accountability to a higher power, right? So there's an accountability to God. Um, like when you, when you state your intentions on things and you, you make promises, you know, there's, um, you know, there's the expectation that you're going to follow through. So, um, I think today what we're going to especially talk about is accountability, um, in terms of another person, Mm -hmm. because sometimes, um, that's the that's the easiest place to to start because it's you can hear that person's voice you know that they've heard your voice like when you've stated your intentions and like you know you 
that person looks you in the eyes whenever you're giving an explanation for why you're at where you're at. So I think that's why it, it can be especially effective. And then as you learn how to follow through with your accountability towards other people, it gets easier to um, start being more accountable to yourself, to your creator, and um, and life just kind of gets better as a result. So let's for right now, I think, let's talk about um, having an accountability partner and what that looks like and um, how that works. You want to kick us off? Yeah, sure. Um, so accountability partner. Um, so yeah, like, like I talked about uh, a few minutes ago, you know, this is something that you and I have been doing, right? So, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's defining those things that you want to be accountable for. You know, there are a lot of things that Shane and I are, are doing together and, you know, it's, okay, we're going to put these goals on a schedule and we're going to identify what these these goals that we're driving towards on this schedule look like. What are they? Um, you know, kind of going back to the, the DMP, defining those things um, and, 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 you know, having check-ins. Like we kid around and we talk about, you know, meeting at Starbucks, drinking tall coffees, drinking venti coffees. They're grande now, by uh, the way. Uh, oh, you've stepped up, I, I've stepped up. You, oh, you've elevated okay. my uh, expectations of wow. what I should get out of life. Yeah. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Progress, Shane. Progress. Yes. But anyway, uh, that, you know, when we talk about all those things, that, that's essentially what we're doing. Like, we're, we're, we're holding each other accountable, saying, hey, look, you know, this is when we're going to be, you know, at this location. Um, this is what we're going to talk about, you know, while we're there. Um, so when we talk about, you know, getting together and having coffee, you know, that, that's how this podcast started. Yep. You know, is basically saying, hey, you know, what could we do to start learning different things about, you know, some things that Shane and I are working on, you know, around social media, around publishing. You know, I don't want to go into to too many details. You know, we'll, we'll hold you guys in suspense. But we had to start somewhere. And we talked about this for a long time. And so as Shane and I were rereading, you know, a lot of the books that we had, you know, read in the past, you know, we we thought about, um, you know, these things that we were learning in these books that we were reading. And one of those things was, you know, accountability partners and holding each other accountable. And so that's what we did. That, that's how this podcast started was this is what we're going to do. We're going to commit to this. We're going to put this on a schedule. We're going to put a date on this. We're going to put a time on this. And we're going to hold each other accountable for getting together and starting to record a, a podcast. We're going to do this together. And that's how this podcast started was having that accountability partner. And we do a lot of this. And, you know, it, you know, uh, it, uh, it's, uh, well, that's what I have for accountability. Sure. Accountability well, partner, so. And I think another aspect, too, um, it, we'll talk about, like, how you find an accountability partner because that, that's a huge that's a huge part of it. You don't just kind of pick anyone. You don't necessarily even pick, like, your best friend to do it, right? It, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. But when you find when you find a partner that's, like, on on the same level as, like, where you're, you're trying to be, right, um, you find someone who themselves follow through, um, you want to create this sort of like dependency on one another um, because sometimes, you know, like you just don't feel like getting up in the morning. You don't feel like doing the tasks you've set for yourself. You know, even if you wanted to before, you just don't feel like doing it. And sometimes knowing that another person is depending on the work that you do in order for them to move forward, uh, sometimes that's the motivation you need in order to keep 
pushing forward, right? You, you need to know that, hey, if I don't do this, it's going to let this person down or it's going to hold them up. Um, so that's a, another huge benefit about having, um, you know, an accountability, you know, partner. Another way that Napoleon Hill describes it in uh, Think and Grow Rich and, and a lot of his other, like, lectures is the whole concept of a mastermind principle, mm-hmm. right? Um, the mastermind ultimately is a group of, you know, two or more individuals who share the same goal and who basically pool their resources together um, to help achieve that. So whenever you're you're looking for an accountability partner, um, you want to find someone who, um, like, A, you respect, B, who is, um, you know, as passionate as you are about, you know, personal development, you know, and achievement, um, you know, someone with, you know, good moral, um, you know, like, good moral stature, I guess they, they're going to follow through and not screw you over, right? That's a, that's a big thing. Um, and someone that you can, that you can grow with, right? Um, like when it comes to Brad too, I was just thinking about this as you were talking, just like how we even like kind of got going with this. Um, we were never like, like even like great friends, I, I would say even before we, um, before we started this podcast, but you know, we'd go out to lunch with groups and then we kind of like learned, you know, just through like the random conversations we have, just kind of the the values each other has, and um, just kind of the sense of personality and character. And then um, I think like one time we just like happened to be talking about like success and all that kind of stuff, and realized that we were kind of on the same page. And then from then on, like you know, it was just it wasn't like a real formal like okay. We're like in this mastermind alliance now, and we're gonna meet here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Well, this, you know? well to break it down into to, to like very simplistic terms that we can relate to, like day to day, you know, kind of activity. Since we are talking about like mastermind groups, and we're talking about you know inspiration and, and all this this kind of stuff, um, it, it doesn't always you know have to be around like this moral high ground or whatever. Sure, yeah. um, You know, uh, I mentioned that, you know, I I read tons of books. I just finished the book, The Immigrant's Edge. And Shane, if uh, you haven't read that book, you should definitely pick that up and read it. Um, For those of you guys out there listening, this, I highly recommend this book because all the things that we've talked about in the past, all the authors that we've talked about in the past, this guy takes everything we've been saying and everything that they've been saying and he kind of writes a modern day um, uh, book um, about all of the things that all these authors that we've been talking about um, you know have talked about in the past and he kind of brings it forward in kind of a a modern day uh, kind of light Uh, his name is uh, Brian um, um, Blatini I think is his name um, uh, Buffini. I, Buffini, yeah. Is that it? Buffini, yeah. Brian Buffini, yeah. So he has a podcast as well. Um, but anyway, um, one of the things that he talks about in those book, the, his book, you know, we talk about accountability partners is, is just think about it in simple terms, right? So you want to work out, you know, you want to get fit, you know, you want to lose some weight. What's the best way to do that? Sure. Is to find yourself a partner that's also looking to get fit, that's looking to uh, lose some weight as well. And 
that's the best way to hold each other accountable and make sure that your goal is set because you have a like-minded goal, right? And when you feel like you don't want to work out on certain days, guess what? Your fitness partner is going to show up to your door, knock on it and say, it's time to go and encourage you to go and work out for that day. And the same thing with your partner. Your partner's going to have those days where they're just not going to want to work out. And you're going to go and you're going to knock on the door. You're going to drag them out of bed and you're going to drag them to the gym and you're going to work out. So he breaks a lot of the stuff that we're talking about down in very simple kind of context like that. And I can relate um, to like even like to the podcast. Sometimes it's just like, I mean, you, you feel like, quote unquote, you have other things to do or you're tired or maybe you're yeah. not as excited or like energized to talk about being positive, you know, but, you know. The other person's, hey, we're doing the podcast, or or you yourself are the one like, hey, let's go. Let's yeah. get it recorded. And, and, and Shane and I rev each other up. You know, sometimes it takes us a couple days to do that. You should see some of the texts. You guys should see some of the texts that we send back and forth to each other. <laughs> and we finally just encourage each other to get in here to record the podcast. Um, and that that's what it's about. So to Shane's point, it's about, you know, finding like-minded individuals you know, that, that have like-minded goals. Um, and you know, it doesn't always have to be the same person cause you know, you know, uh, Shane, I, you know, he's a great looking, uh, That's really right. fit guy. He That's doesn't right. need to work out. So, you know, you know, I, I would need another partner, you know, to, to work <laughs> out, you know, cause this guy doesn't need to work out. He's fit and buff and all that kind of it's stuff. It's just being able to bench press, you know, that much weight is it's like 600 pounds you can bench press or. Oh no, it's not more than 575. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I've never been able to break that, but I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, to the point that we're trying to make is that, you know, you're going to find different individuals that, you know, are, are at different walks in their life um, that, you know, need to get certain things out of you and life. And, you know, you know, like, you know, you, you, you should seek out and, you know, find those individuals that, you know, can help you through this, you know, walk of life, accomplish these different things, whether it's like we're doing or recording a podcast or, you know, we've got, you know, a financial goal in mind, or we've got a fitness goal in mind, or we've got a business venture goal yeah. in mind, whatever it may be. Um, it's, it's much easier when you put two minds together. I mean, that, that's what Napoleon Hill says, or is it Earl Nightingale? I forget which one, but he basically says, um, putting two individuals together, it's not one plus one, it's two it's one plus one is 11 yeah one plus one is 11 so uh very very interesting and andrew carnegie he was talking about in that book like his mastermind group was it was like 52 people Mm -hmm. like they all shared the same goal i mean they like revolutionized like the united states and just like the steel industry in general and just how business works they they built america according to sure yeah it's amazing what um you know putting multiple minds together with the same goal um is capable of right and so um yeah and i was gonna say you know another thing that i think is beneficial to you know being accountable to another person or to a group of people is it's uh it's a venue in which you can take these these desires that you have these goals these things that you want to achieve and it allows you to voice them and make them real a lot of times like we have like a like a really strong desire even maybe like a, a definite major purpose but we only keep it to ourselves like a lot of times we won't even write it down right um because whenever you speak things out loud whenever you write things down and, and, and share that with another human being or multiple human beings well now it's a kind of reality now you're you're left with the um 
you know, you, you're left with the, the scenario that says, hey, if, uh, if I don't accomplish this now, I'm, I will be considered a failure to these people. Uh, that's an unbelievable motivator for, yeah, and, and uh, for getting it's, it's it done. It's interesting to talk about that because I, I just finished um, the Immigrant's Edge this morning. And that's one of the things that yeah. he talks about as one of the final chapters is writing your own journal. I know this is something a little bit different than what you're talking about, but that's something that he stresses is that writing a journal and remembering that a journal is private. And not censoring yourself because you are facing what you feel in your mind. You're putting it down on paper. You're realizing that you're getting it out. You're putting it in front of you. You're creating a reality around this. Whereas a lot of times we may hold things in. We may censor ourselves. And we don't ever face what the situation is. Right? So, yeah, to your point... As far as like, you know, writing things down with your accountability partner, you put that down on paper and you know exactly what you're holding each other accountable for. Sure. And, um, and Brad, you were saying before too, like, uh, like even like when, you know, when it comes to like the, the moral aspect of that or like the, the moral character. And the reason I bring that up in the first place is because, you know, these, these dreams that we have for ourselves and these, these goals are very personal and they're, um, you know, it, it's something, you know, very sacred to us because it's something that we own, right? It's something that we possess. So uh, you want to just make sure, you know, you don't want to share it with the whole world. You know, you don't just like go in from the rooftops and like, here is my life's goal, go, go. You know, it's that's just not the, the way it works because there's, uh, there's a lot of people out there who just, I don't know, it just seems like they exist to be obstacles. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um you can avoid a lot of that by keeping it to yourself, but um, finding a human being or a group of human beings that you trust and that are um, that you respect, that you feel com- you know comfortable sharing your life's goals with. Um, so that's another uh, huge benefit to having an accountability partner um, or partners, and and what you should be looking for in someone that you you work with. Very good point. Very good point. So so now let's move into. Um, accountability partners and basically getting practice is kind of what we talked about in the beginning of starting with an accountability partner and then being able to use that practice and that knowledge to hold yourself accountable. Let, let, let's talk about how it becomes much easier for you know you to hold yourself accountable. Sure. Well, I think ultimately it comes down to, for me, the way I understand it is... Um, you know, being accountable to yourself is, is, is essentially you're exercising your will, right? You say you're going to do something mm-hmm. and you follow through. Um, this is very difficult a lot of times, like when you're just starting out, right? Um, but there's that, you know, and it says in scripture, you know, like, you know, he, I'm paraphrasing, of course, but like he who is responsible um, in little matters and you know is trustworthy in little matters is also capable of being trustworthy in big matters mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and and carrying those out so um, uh, for me something that's been incredibly effective at teaching me to kind of master my own will and when I say I'm going to do something continue to follow through is just I find little things that I can do um, and particularly uh, sacrifice right um, so for example um, like when I started when I started work uh, uh, in my current job, uh, one person, she would always have this giant bowl of candy, 
right? Uh, it was like, it was awesome. She would always pick the best things. Um, she didn't really do it anymore, but that's good. <laughs> but she'd have this giant bowl of candy. And so what I would say, like after lunch, I don't know, it just kind of became my routine that I would just grab two of those. Like two pieces of chocolate or whatever, right? It just yeah, this, this is, is who you're talking about. I'm glad they don't bring that candy in. Anymore. Yeah, yeah you know who it is. Yeah, right? yeah. So uh, she she brings it in, and then I would grab two pieces after lunch. But then, like what what I started doing is to like learn how to get my will basically, you know, in submission. Is I would say, you know what, I'm I'm still gonna go get the candy. I'm just gonna grab one piece. I'm just going to do that, right? And then so it just like became like I wanted two pieces, but no, I could just have one, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and then over time, um, I would say, you know what? Today, I'm not even going to get that that chocolate. Right. Um, and then I just would, you know, go without it. And then the next day, I would have another piece again, you know? And then, you know, the day after that, maybe I would not. So it just, it was a slow, gradual thing. And eventually, uh, when it got to the point where it was like, you know what? I don't need that chocolate anymore. Um I still wanted it, but like I, I was able to, um, you know, do what I wanted to do ultimately was be able to be free of that chocolate and not need it. Right. Yeah. So, and that, that's interesting because that ties back into our, one of our previous podcasts, which is, you know, breaking habits, right? Yeah. It's not necessarily that, you know, eating candy is a bad habit. Um, but it's not necessarily, you know, in moderation, you know, but the thing is, if you, if you, you know, are, are, you know, you know, uh, trying to break any kind of habit, you know, this is a a great way to do that. Um, it's interesting because, uh, you know, earlier this morning, you're talking about the candy bowl. Uh, someone came over, I was talking to them about, um, you know, them drinking less soda. And I went through a whole thing of, well, this, you know, several years ago, I kind of went through this thing of kind of weaning myself off of sugar. And um, it was a huge struggle because, um, you know, you get into like week number two of not having sugar. And it's like, you're just like, I need sugar. It's a strong addiction, man. It hurts. It hurts. But if you push through and you commit to this and you hold yourself accountable, yes, it's going to be painful. And things like weaning yourself off of sugar. But in the third week, it's like just something snaps. And it's just like, you don't even want sugar anymore. You don't even crave sugar anymore. You almost throw up thinking about sugar. And you just feel so much better. At least that was my experience. And so anyway, I guess what I'm saying is that I was able to share that experience with somebody and say, hey, look, for me, you know, this took two weeks. You know, in the third week, you know, I felt like a, a completely different person that I had shed this thing that, you know, had I had been dragging along for years. Um, so, you know, it's encouraging and inspirational to kind of share that with somebody and say, hey, hold yourself accountable to this. I went through this. This is what I did. And here's what you can expect. And, you know, hopefully that person, you know, will listen and that person will apply that self and, you know, they'll learn accountability for themselves. So. And, yeah. And when you start like developing that willpower um, and that control over yourself, uh, like in the small things, I mean, the, the momentum you build up is, is insane and it goes really yes. fast. And, and, and not only that, it, it helps you build confidence in yourself. Um, That's a big thing. Yeah, That's it, a huge thing. It helps you build confidence in yourself because you start realizing that, hey, whenever I choose to do something, like give up candy or sugar or you know accomplish this goal or whatever, um, you believe you can do it. And so your, your goals and the things that you start uh, shooting for expand and get bigger. And, and the most important thing is the belief that it's possible 
um, is behind you. And so if you start in the little things, it, it's amazing how that translates right. to the big things. That's turning a can't into a can. Yep. Or what we would say here on the podcast, that's spinning a negative into a positive. positive. <laughs> well, Shane, I think we've uh, talked out accountability. I am looking forward to my venti coffee. So you want to wrap this up? Yeah, I'll be uh, getting my grande. And, and actually, sorry, real quick. I think think about it, maybe that's why I always went with my tall lattes is because it was more like exercise of the will, you know. So it's something I'm going to be pondering uh, the rest of the hmm. day. So w- which way do you go? So did you break a bad well, now habit? I, 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 you have a good habit. You, you have to now break a bad habit and go back. But I have the confidence that I can overcome that. Um, but yeah, grande sounds really good today, so that's what I'm going to go with. But uh, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate um, you know, appreciate all the feedback that we're that we're getting, and uh, looking forward to uh, looking forward to the next one. Absolutely, yeah, guys. And if you want to send anything to us, remember to jot your comments down on the website or in YouTube, and you can always email us and let us know your thoughts at podcast at intentionallypositiveproject.com. Thanks, guys. Brad and Shane signing off. Signing off.